back to the Jealous Podcast. Today, I am sitting with Melanie. Hey, Melanie, how you Hi, doing? I'm great. How are we you? We were just talking about this was our first time ever sitting down for a podcast, and you're amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. <laughs> you and I have never podcasted together. I know. Mm. I love your high energy. <laughs> <laughs> you're screaming. <laughs> You might need to turn down the volume a little bit. I'm kidding. So sorry. So sorry. I'm just kidding. You invited Maddie Kubik on today. Maddie Kubik. She was a delight. She is amazing. <laughs> She's just a wonderful human. Yeah. Her whole family's amazing. So Maddie's a high, you know, national renowned collegiate volleyball player right now. She's playing D1 at the University of Nebraska. And that's one of the... Brandon's trying to be sneaky with his squeaky <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I hear him. <laughs> I'm kidding, I don't. So Maddie's a, a nationally known athlete. She's playing right now at the University of Nebraska, which is a you know top five, top two you know program in the nation. Plays in the Big Ten Conference, which is the you know I'm a little bit biased, but the best volleyball conference in the yeah. nation. Um, she's been Gatorade Player of the Year in high school. She's been. National Big Ten Player of the Year. I think she's a third-team All-American. So, runner-up from the national title next year. Anyway, very, played at a very high level. So, but just a really great human. Yep. You know, feet her feet are on the ground. I mean, and, she, and so yeah, she was amazing. So insightful, especially even we talked about um, the mental health of college athletes right now. I found that part so inspiring. Not, not even as an athlete right now. Clearly, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. That, I found that super inspiring. Uh, she's so wise beyond her years, and she knows so much. I'm so excited to see what the future has in store for her because we we even talked about the pressures of her as an individual player, but now that you're saying Nebraska, World Renown, like that, the pressures from the team perspective as well to keep that title upheld, like I can't even – that's added pressure too, so – She's doing amazing stuff at Nebraska, and I'm so happy that you brought her on because she was amazing. Well, thanks for joining on that with me. Yes, but. you're so welcome. So I wanted to give a little insight into who I was jealous of this week because I'm a little bitter. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, yesterday, Mackenzie stopped by the office to let everyone see little baby Row, And guess who wasn't here? <laughs> the only one. Well, Rodney's on Ragbri, but yeah. Shelby. I wasn't Rodney. here. <laughs> I was out filming reels, and everyone got to meet little baby Row. So I am jealous of the big. Were you here? You were here. I was here, yeah. Gosh, she so just. She was the cutest thing in the uh, world. Tell me more. Oh, my God. <laughs> and just sleeping and just very sweet. And Mackenzie looks phenomenal for yeah. just giving birth two weeks ago. And just. And her boys were here too, so it was just this adorable little happy family right I've around. never met them, and I just want to oh, meet them they all. Were so faces. They were so cute. Faces. So cute. How is Mackenzie doing as a girl mom? I think she looks like a freaking natural. A natural. She looks amazing. She said she's sleeping all right, and they're hanging in there. So that's good. Yeah. Is their house done yet? It is not. I think Son she's like, don't ask timeline. <laughs> she's like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know. <laughs> I think I texted her about it one day, and I got no response. I'm like, so that's how that's going. <laughs> oh man. Well, I can't wait till she comes back and we get to meet her. Um, if you keep up with us on social, she likes to let us know when she's stopping in the office, and we keep tabs on her too. So follow us us at it's bing bang on instagram facebook tiktok we're doing all the things out there all of the things too many things all of the but things. we're doing them <laughs> <laughs> we're getting off our butts and doing them <laughs> with really high energy and screaming <laughs> <laughs> well thanks again melanie for bringing maddie on she was amazing and enjoy today's episode guys thanks shelby bye bye <laughs>
Well, welcome back. We are here with Maddie Kubik today. Uh, Melanie brought her on. Uh, how do you guys know each other? <laughs> I was just listening to you guys talk. I'm like, you guys know each other. Well, I'd, I'd like to say that I, you know, was young enough to play volleyball against her and good enough, but that is clearly not the case. <laughs> no, Maddie rolled into West Des Moines at Valley, and I was on the coaching staff that I was able to, fortunately, had the opportunity to coach her for four years at Valley here in West Des Moines. So oh, that awesome. is how I know, that. I know Maddie. So then tagging off of that, do you want to kind of share why you are jealous of Maddie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyone who meets Maddie, it's not hard to see why someone would be jealous. A, she's six foot two and gorgeous, uh-huh. and as a, as a D1 stellar high-level athlete, great human great personality great leader on the court and is gonna do some kick-ass things in life so that's why I am jealous of Maddie oh well we are excited to have you on and China to get things started Maddie do you want to talk a little bit about yourself how where you grew up what sports you did what you were involved in how you were as a kid just so we can get to know you a little bit better yeah absolutely yeah thank you guys so much for having me on I'm excited to hang out with you guys and so are we. Uh, yeah just hang out um <laughs> So yeah, I grew up in Springfield, Missouri, um, which is where my dad's family is from. And I played all sports. I played softball, soccer, volleyball, um, a little bit of basketball, which is not really my groove, but that's okay. <laughs> I played like one year of school ball and I was like, yep, nope, yep. no. <laughs> so um, I lived there until I was an eighth grader. And then we moved to West Des Moines, which is when I got to meet Miss Melanie. And um we were there till I came to college, and now I live in Lincoln, Nebraska, and just play volleyball. So I was probably a seventh grader when I only played volleyball, when I kind of ditched other sports. When you focused on that strictly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, I guess my family too. I have three little sisters, and my family lives in Overland Park, Kansas. Oh, I love it. So I kind of want to learn more about, I'm from Ankeny myself. I'm an Ankeny gal. What was it like mm-hmm. when you moved back here in middle school? What was it like growing up a Valley Tiger? Um, <laughs> Other than the, yeah, the, so- the, the orange, the random orange jerseys yeah. you had to put on. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, when we first, when we moved to West Des Moines, my dad was like, hey, you can, like, you can pick where you want to go to school and like, we'll kind of look for houses in that area or whatever. And I had to choose between Valley and Dowling, which um, people that are from West Des Moines <laughs> know there's like a rivalry or whatever. Oh, yes. um, so I picked to go to Valley, which is awesome. And I loved Valley. And there's like my gradu- graduating class, I think at 750. Mm-hmm. So there's like so many different people, such a diverse school. And like you could make a new friend every single day, which is cool. And yeah. so I really enjoyed going to Valley. And what were you involved in outside of volleyball? At Valley? Yeah. Um, I was a part of FCA and... Uh, and volleyball kept you busy. And, and club <laughs> and volleyball. volleyball. <laughs> and club more volleyball. volleyball and more. Were you guys, what was your guys' seasons like at Valley? Were you able, you made it to state, obviously, probably, right? Actually, yeah. My favorite memory, we were at state all four years uh, that Maddie was there. My mm-hmm. favorite memory, I think, of state and or Maddie was we were playing against... So sorry for any Ankeny Centennial people watching, but we were playing against Ankeny Centennial. <laughs> and it was, they had won three consecutive titles. Um, and so they were going for their fourth consecutive title. And it was the semi, it was the semifinal game. And I actually remember the side we were sitting on. I remember everything. And we were playing against four D1 athletes that were 
seniors that year, I believe, graduating from oh, making centennial. Oh, was that McKenna's year? No. Okay. Devin, All my Devin teammates Robinson. for club. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> rivalry is high, right? Tensions are high. And I think, right. I mean, obviously Maddie went D1 and we may have, we may have one other D1 um, or maybe, you know, two other smaller D1s at that time that were much younger than Maddie. But my favorite memory was, it was probably, we beat him in three sets, but in set three, and Maddie just took everybody on her back and was like, I am, I am ending this game. And you were in the back row and you just were unstoppable and could not, she wasn't even in the front row. Yeah. She was getting every single kill from the pipe option and a back row attack. And she just like, nope, game over. And that was one of the funnest uh, games in my memory that resonates at state. You might have different memories, but you were laughing because you know that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, it was just fun to beat them. You know, especially like senior year, they're all my best friends. And I'm like, hey, bye. Like, you know. <laughs> have you always been that? type of person that will put the team on your back and you're just like going hard head first into those into those moments um I guess like I've just always been so competitive and kind of just been like I'm gonna be whatever I'm gonna try to be whatever the team needs for us to be successful whatever that looks like whether it's like as a leader as a cheerleader as someone who contributes as someone who doesn't like whatever that looks like and um I felt like our team was so special that year because I think we had so many close relationships and my sister was a freshman too, which was fun. And, um, I don't know. I just thought like that year was just really fun. Yeah. The senior year is always a highlight too. Just there's so many, it's your lasts and everything. And to get yeah. that one, I bet, especially. Talk about, you know, you mentioned your roles on teams. So obviously that was a, a team and a role that you played on. Um, obviously you have a different potentially role at Nebraska and you've played at the, the USAV, you know, national level. So talk about a few different teams you've played on those different types of roles that you've had to adapt to yeah I mean when I came in at Valley uh, Hannah Lockin was a junior so she was kind of like a leader of our team and so I kind of got to build a relationship with her at Valley and just kind of help to contribute to the mission that she was already on and kind of the culture that she was developing at school and um, so that was really special and unique to be a part of and I still am so close with her like we catch up every once in a while and um, she's an awesome human. So, um, and then with USA stuff, it's a little bit different just because it's kind of more similar to college. When you first get to college, you throw a bunch of people that have kind of been like the best in their state or like the best at their club, whatever you ex like expect them to be a great team in a couple weeks. Um, so that the USA timeline is a lot more squished where you have to like get people to mesh and like kind of figure out their roles really quickly. Um, and then at Nebraska, it was kind of similar to like being a freshman at Valley. Like you come into kind of like this established leader, there's like established leadership and you're supposed to kind of come in and fill a role and contribute to this puzzle that's already kind of half formed. Um, so that was really like unique and special to get to play with like Lauren Stiverins and Lexi Sun and people that are just like these really substantial volleyball players, but also great humans and leaders. So just to be able to like play with them and kind of like learn from them was cool. Awesome. And for context, Nebraska is like one of the top volleyball schools in the country, <laughs> they are. might I add. So <laughs> it's all very, very, very impressive. So what was that pressure like? So you built this reputation, you're going to be a D1 athlete. How did you handle that pressure as you transitioned from high school up to this high level competitive program? Yeah, it was uh, challenging. It still is challenging because we play on such a large stage. Yeah. And we talk about this a lot. Like, you don't come to Nebraska to kind of, like, live a quiet life. Like, 
people know who you are in town and um, everything you do is kind of under a microscope. So um, you have to just be aware of that and know that that's kind of what you're signing up for. Um, but it was definitely challenging just because the previous year they graduated Michaela Fecky and Kinsey Maloney, kind of their stud outside in Libero. And so then me and Kinsey kind of roll up, Kinsey Knuckles, which is, she's a senior this year with me, but um, we're like, hey guys, like, here we are. <laughs> like, we're, <laughs> we're supposed to play, I guess. <laughs> That's funny. So, well, I think, yeah. It worked out for you. You were at, what, Big Ten freshman of the year, I believe. I mean, so clearly you did all right when you rolled in, but... <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> we really tried our best. We, we did. <laughs> There's other Iowa gals on the team now, isn't there, from the Metro? Or am I losing my mind? Or oh, uh, who's the girl from, I'm thinking Wisconsin. There's a girl at Wisconsin. Devin Robinson. Yes. She, was she at Ankeny? Yeah, she's in Tennille. Yeah. Oh, I'm learning. I'm getting so good at learning you, volleyball. Getting, I'm teaching you so much. <laughs> Shelby's a basketball, softball kid. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm educating her. I'm opposite of you. I was always, people are like, do you play volleyball? I'm like, absolutely not. Like, you do not want to see me out there. No coordination whatsoever. Oh, oh puppy. <laughs> but to, to Shelby's point, I mean, there is another <laughs> Iowa girl or, you know, ish, because, you know, you know, you guys live in Kansas, but your sister is joining you at Nebraska as well. Talk about that. Oh, cool. Yes. So it has been. And your sister's Hayden. Hayden. Cuban. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. My sister's Hayden Cubic, and it has definitely been a journey because um, I, I kind of talk about this like when I left home, she was 15 years old. So now she's like a big 18 year old and I'm 21 and it's like, whoa, you're a full human. Uh-huh. And so that's just been like a really fun transition of me kind of like getting to relearn her as a person and as a sister and now kind of as a teammate again. Um, so it's been really fun. I think she's like finally kind of getting her feet under her and like getting really excited for this season. And so, oh, fun. yeah. What advice do you have for a athlete that is transitioning from high school to college? Like what is something you wish you would have known or paid more attention to when you made that transition? Um, That's a great question. It <laughs> is a really good question. I think the biggest thing for me would be oh sorry dear um I think the biggest thing for me was like learning how to take care of myself like I took for granted how much my mom like did my laundry cooked dinner for us like all of these stuff that I think when you live at home you're just like oh that's how we kind of like do stuff at our house and then I got here and I'm like I literally have never done laundry before yeah. like I was I washed um, all my reds with my whites turned everything pink like yep did the full like trial and error to figure out how to do life. Uh-huh. So that, and I don't know if you can really prepare for that. Um, yeah. And that's kind of a big trial and error, but that's like, that was my biggest adjustment, I think. No, for sure. Even I still struggle with that today. I'm like, Shelby, you have <laughs> got to clean the house. Like <laughs> no one else is going to do this, but you. <laughs> Shelby, you have to wash your hair today. Yeah. I was telling Melody, I'm like, today is the day. <laughs> we are the dry it. shampoo is showing yep. at this point. <laughs> it's bad. Um, so from a competitive level, who is your biggest rival now that you're at Nebraska? Who's that Ooh, rival where you're like, I, you had Centennial for that one game. At a collegiate level, who do you like? Yes, I can't wait to play them and do this. Well, 
Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, last year in 2022, this year? whatever the last <laughs> national championship was, Nebraska and Wisconsin met up oh. as the Big Ten national championship, you know. Okay, um, so, so Wisconsin. And we, we lost to them for the Big Ten championship as, as well. well. Oh, that yeah. actually is so, Dagger, yeah. right? Dagger. <laughs> Sorry for Dagger, absolutely. Yeah. Do you like, do you enjoy playing there? Where's your favorite Big Ten stadium to, or arena to play at? Um, I actually really like Minnesota now that they have a Terraflex also. Melanie's a big gopher gal. <laughs> and I remember that. She was like, I love Minnesota, but I'll love Nebraska for you. She was so nice. <laughs> I did say that to you. Oh, <laughs> she'll be a husker. <laughs> She's gonna paint her face half Minnesota. Half. <laughs> it's very challenging when you guys play, when you guys match up. It's very challenging. It My is. heart hurts the entire two hours. <laughs> That's awesome. What has been your most uh, memorable collegiate moment so far that you've had? I only beat Texas to go to the Final Four. Oh, fine. It's down. What year was that? This last season. This past season. Did you guys yeah. make it to the finals? Or Sorry, I'm learning all this. Yeah. They made it to the finals? And then lost Wisconsin. Oh, oh shit. This sorry. Now here yeah. I am. <laughs> we got there. Get there faster. <laughs> I got there. I got there. Did you beat them in five? I forget. Um, Texas? Yeah. Yeah. No, we beat them in four. In four. Was it at Texas, yeah. though? It was at Texas. So we lost to them the previous year in the same match to go to the final four. And then... We got to play them at their place, which it is an awful arena to play in because it's so freaking loud. Like you can't hear yourself think or the what the person next to you is saying. And they're like booing us like we hate you guys, like being really mean. And we beat them in four and it was like the best team win we've like ever like, you know, when people talk like ch- talk about like chasing the feeling uh-huh. like those, that was one of the games where like I would chase the feeling oh, for that game. I got chills. I did just too. Hearing- <laughs> I did too. What's you yeah. That? You know, chasing the feeling. I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the beauty yeah. of athletics though, right? Is that the one time, the first time you get that feeling like I am hooked because this is what I want to chase every day then because that like a drug oh it is that adrenaline Mm -hmm. all that oh I miss that how do you I guess coaching now is coaching the same for you yeah gosh this past season at nationals a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago uh we had a game go 37 35 Maddie yeah (laughs) (laughs) in set two so we won set one and then it went 37 35 and my blood pressure I checked on my watch it was like 137 it was like please take a deep breath (laughs) my heart's like you're not even working out why are you like what are you doing to your body so yeah that's that's a rush yeah mine now comes when I get road rage Um, (laughs) (laughs) or I go to the driving range and I just get pissed at myself because I can't I'm the worst golf is like the most enraging sport ever Yes, it is, because I should be good at golf, but I'm freaking not, and it pisses me <laughs> off, and I'm like, I have PTSD, yep. my dad would show me videos, like, this is what you're doing wrong, I'm like, I'm trying, but I can't, <laughs> I need to go to the golf course with you, and maybe, maybe you should, maybe you should coach me, Okay, I can do that. <laughs> get prepared for this, I'll wash my It hair. is the most enraging, because you're like, 
this doesn't look that hard. Why is it so hard? Right. And, and you're, you're like, I'm an amazing athlete. This is you speaking, not me. Like, I'm this amazing athlete. Like, why is this so frustrating? <laughs> and like, we're comp- we're all competitive. So it's like, I want to do well. Like, I yeah. can't just leisurely sail balls into the trees. Yeah. And I'm the most competitive with myself. So that's where it really gets me. And I get my blood going because I'm like, gosh, dang it. And I know I can swing a bat. So why can't I swing a club? different trajectory I don't know (laughs) um so what goals do you have for your senior year or what do you what legacy do you want to leave behind before you leave Nebraska (laughs) you like how I took that sharp turn this to John Cook after this so (laughs) (laughs) um we actually talk about this a lot because we talk about like if you have a stronger why than someone um that you're going to be able to kind of go the distance and have more endurance than someone. Um, so like this example is like when he talks about, so Jordan Larson, her mom was battling breast cancer during um, the regional final in one of their matches. And her mom was unable to come to that match. And she was like, I'm not going to let this be the last match um, that we play. Cause my mom has to see my last one, my senior year. So that's like the example that he kind of gives us and, inspiring us to come up with like a deep why of why we get up in the morning and do what we do um and I think my why has kind of changed over the years um because I think when you come in as a freshman it's easy to be like oh it's my family like I do it because they they're my family or like I don't know like stuff like that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and my why has kind of transitioned to being like I my love for competition is the reason that I get up every day and my love for the relationships that are built on the court like that sense of like camaraderie and like sisterhood and like we're going to battle together every single day like I would want you on my team if we were going into war Um, like that is my why and like the reason that I choose to be a part of my team and like choose to work so hard every single day um So I guess kind of going back to the legacy thing is like what I want to leave behind is like I worked my ass off every day and I was the best teammate some people ever played with. Which is like, that's kind of. And now I'm crying. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) That is getting me going. I'm like, I want to be on your team. (laughs) I'll go to war with you. (laughs) You might not want these knees, but I'll be there. (laughs) Oh, that's so powerful, especially as a 21-year-old woman who has. Are you. So are you planning to play volleyball after college or are you done? Yes, I think I'm going to go play overseas. Oh, great. That's so awesome. I know someone, you know, yeah. Daily Winters. Does that mean yes. volleyball? I know she's over there right now. I think she just resigned for someone. But she yes, she's, well, she's been in France. So Ari, her younger sister, yep. is my grade. Oh, so okay. I'm close with their family. And Daily has been in France and mm-hmm. she just signed to go to Puerto Rico. Oh, cool. So she'll be a little closer. Is that closer than France? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, not Puerto Rico. Greece. She's trying to go to Greece. Oh, oh okay. Oh, wow. That's, that's not cool. even close to Puerto Rico, Maddie. <laughs> no, I know. That's so bad. That was so bad. Greece. Greece, Greece, Greece. So are you yeah. in in talks of where you're going to go yet? Obviously, you can't disclose, but you have to be in communication, right? Well, yeah. So the rules with the NCAA is you can like talk to agents, kind of like put feelers out, but you can't sign with anyone until your like college eligibility is up. Um, So I've kind of been like dipping my toes in a little bit because it kind of is like when you're being recruited to go to play college volleyball. Um, 
like you just kind of have to like talk to everyone see what people have to offer like kind of just feel it out so that's where i'm at cool. approximately right now that's awesome. are there any places you have your eye on where you're like oh that'd be fun to play in that country or anything? italy italy that would be cool that'd be cool that to visit. Be cool. not even visit play yeah live oh. yeah <laughs> experience and brant brant might go overseas with me we'll have to see how that all pans out but he says that he's going to work in like uh, an Italian grandma's pasta shop. So I that's straight, I just straight to pasta. I'm like he's going to love that pasta. I don't even know. Him. <laughs> these these yeah. Italians would be like, what are these two beautiful, tall white people doing walking around here? <laughs> Eating up all our Alfredo. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Too funny. That's awesome. So speaking of the NCAA, the NIL has become a major thing for college athletics. How has that changed the game for you, your teammates, or even some other athletes that you have been around? Yeah, I think with NIL, they kind of put it out there and they're like, here you go, like figure it out, everyone. So there's a ton of gray area that exists with it. Um, and especially like being at Nebraska, there are so many people in our community that support our volleyball program so like tried and true and like have done it for years and years so it's really cool to be able to like interact with them and like them want to support us in different kind of nil endeavors in the community and um, what i love so much about it is like that side of it like getting to do stuff in the community like with the team like for example last week we did like a camp with the special olympics um so stuff like that where we get to be like involved and people that we didn't, wouldn't normally like meet and interact with that. Cause we just like, like at the matches, we don't really get to like have that one-on-one -on -one time with the fans and the people that literally like I've been coming to volleyball for 30 years. I'm like, wow. Like that's yeah. so substantial. And we just don't even get to interact with them, but right. it's cool to kind of get in the community and do stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. That's even cool. Like from a female athletic perspective, cause you know, the, viewership and the following is not as grand as men's athletics so it's cool to hear except in Lincoln Nebraska I That's know <laughs> you have all these sorry brand <laughs> oops sorry you yeah do. you have these followings I have a friend that plays down in Florida even and or used to she's graduated but the stadium was filled or I, I even went to Alabama I'm like this is so cool to see this following of people just supporting their university and the college in their town and even the female athletes that are being a part of it as well because we are doing the part too <laughs> yeah right absolutely and it's cool to see like for Nebraska like it's so special that um like we're one of the only volleyball programs in the country that creates revenue for their college oh wow so like yeah, which is like we we're one of two. Hawaii is the other one. So it's like really unique because the university kind of treats us that way too, which is really cool. And it's like kind of a commitment to our fan base and our following and Husker Nation because it's like yeah, pretty massive, that's, which is really cool. Yeah, that's special. What is your favorite part about the University of Nebraska? Playing at Bob Devaney. <laughs> that's it. It's at Pack Stadium. Yeah, it's always packed that's too. It. It's never not full. Have you been before? Right. I haven't. Yes, I have, but for a basketball game, but not for volleyball. I don't know why. You, I don't know I'm going to get you tickets this fall. I'll see you there. <laughs> Preferably okay. when I can watch Hugh McCutcheon. Hi, Hugh. <laughs> Hi, Hugh. <Okay>. Perfect. <laughs> you, we play Minnesota here. It's Minnesota, <gasps> Wisconsin is that weekend at home. Oh, you're in for a showdown. And, and well, the thing is, is like Hayden and I, so we each get four tickets. So we'll have eight. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll be there. I will be there. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna okay. paint I'm your my face. Couch. Oh god. I'm gonna make. I'm actually gonna make a note right now, so I don't forget. I'm gonna have to do a Nebraska t-shirt and then like a, a Minnesota long sleeve, and I'll just alternate. Yes. To whoever's <laughs> playing well. Yeah. yeah. Fair weather fan. <laughs> Maddie, I, I, did I tell you I met Huma Kutchin this past summer? They came to Simpson to play or spring or something, and I went over and I fangirled Huma Kutchin at 35 years old. And it was the best, one of the best days of my life. <laughs> Weren't you in a line with like a bunch yep, of other? Yeah, a bunch of high school <laughs> volleyball kids to meet the you know Minnesota um, head coach, and then there's me, and I'm like, hi, mm-hmm. you. And I t- hi, I, I also love you. <laughs> I was like, you, I'm your biggest fan. And he's just like laughing at me. He's like, who is this woman? But anyway, oh, here we are. Too <laughs> funny. So so what are That's you excited cool. about uh, for your future beyond volleyball? Is there anything that you're looking forward to? Because, you know, volleyball, especially as a college athlete, student athlete, it takes up a lot of your time. So what are you looking yeah. forward to kind of once you get outside of all these hats and roles that you have to play? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and... I think it's hard. Like, I, I don't know if you guys kind of seen like everything that's going on with like mental health and like mental health awareness in terms of like college athletes. And um, it's kind of been something that I think has been under wraps for a while and it existed, but it wasn't as talked about. It wasn't as like common conversation, which is sad. Right. Um, but I'm glad that it's kind of that parts of it are kind of being brought to light and being addressed because it's very easy to find identity in a sport that you've been successful at in your life because, um, I don't know, I talk about this with my sports psychologist. When people have, like, high-achieving children, they're like, oh, I'm proud of you for getting an A. I'm proud of you for having like getting this award or doing whatever. And it kind of, like, enforces this thought of, like, oh, I'm praised when I have success in these areas. And not by, not on purpose as a parent, you know what I mean? Like enforce that in a child, but it's easy when someone's successful to commend them for their success. Um, So a lot of the things that we work on as our team is like, I'm a daughter, I'm a dog mom, I'm a sister, I am a girlfriend, I am a random girl at a coffee shop that someone might meet. Like all of those other things that are not just, I am a volleyball player. Yeah. so I guess kind of that tail, that kind of branched off from your yeah. question, but I'm excited to just be like a wife someday and a mom and uh-huh. be a dog mom. And um, I don't know what that looks like. I kind of am. No, that's blank, great. But. That's great that you even have that support from a psychiatrist that you can go in and check with when you find yourself getting mentally like, Oh shit. Like I'm getting overwhelmed. What is something that you do to kind of calm yourself and recenter yourself to regroup and focus? Um, yeah, the biggest thing for me is just breathing. Uh-huh. Um, so when you look at the body, if a lot of people in terms of like when they try to work on mental toughness, go straight to thought management, which is like telling yourself like, oh, I'm not stressed out or like, oh, I'm not anxious, like trying to like kind of counteract the sensations that we're having in our body but you can't control your thoughts when your lungs and heart rate and brain are telling you a completely different story than the thoughts you're trying to say so if you can control your breathing you can slow down your heart rate which kind of like allows your brain to then think rationally because when we get really excited or anxious your brain goes into tunnel vision which is like your fight or flight response and you have two sets like you have a parasympathetic nervous system sympathetic and they work like a like a gas and a break Mm -hmm. and 
you have to like be able to put on the gas so then you can think because when your other system's going like you would be surprised how many like your digestive system shuts off your um, heart rate just like skyrockets all of these other things in your body happened and make your brain literally like (laughs) you're just like ah like then you just go into like that like i have to run away i have to fight someone or i have to like coil up in a ball i don't know like that so we kind of tap into that like how can i control my breathing so then i can go back and control my brain I That's love such that. a great perspective. It is. Mind, <laughs> so mature. So wise beyond your years. <laughs> that mind-body connection and or body-mind, however you want to look at it, it is huge, especially even I think about breathing not only from a mental state, but even using that breath when you're out on the court as well and just mm-hmm. using it to not only help you mentally, but even physically. Like I think about you falling or not falling. You're not falling. I'm falling. <laughs> you're diving <laughs> for a volleyball, like using that breath to kind of guide you there too. It's all, it's all connected. Like you said, the gut, the brain, it's all there. Yeah. And it just like, that's a constant, like, regardless of what's happening, breath is a constant and it's like very anchoring and grounding of like where my feet are. So yeah, like you said, it's, it's great. I love this. (laughs) Well, Maddie, thank you for, for being with us today. It was so great to connect with, reconnect with you and this level and. I've loved chatting with you. I could talk to you for another hour, but I want you to leave us with a couple pieces of advice for our listeners because we, as we established your wise beyond your years. So leave us with a little wisdom as we head into our week. Okay. Um, you know, I, I actually, so I'm, I just started reading a book that I've been very inspired by uh-huh. and it's written by this guy who was, a, is a former Navy SEAL and the book is called Embrace the Suck which is kind of a funny, I don't know, kind of a ironic title, but basically his book is just talking about like how to build mental toughness and how to like live an extraordinary life. And he breaks it down into three P's, which are persistence, passions, and persistence, passion, and perseverance. I don't know. There's a third P. I literally just read last night. There's a third P. I maybe a purpose, perspective, perspective, purpose, 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 purpose. purpose. Nailed it. (laughs) Purpose, passion, and persistence. And he breaks it down into like those three things of like how you build mental toughness. And so I guess like the biggest thing I guess what I would maybe take away is to kind of like figure out what your purpose is and doing what you do and kind of put some motivation around like why why do I wake up in the morning and do what I do and um, kind of like be able to sit in that. And if you don't like what you're doing and you have no purpose in what you're doing, then change it. That's like the beauty of our lives. It's like, we have the choice. Like if I decided tomorrow, I hate volleyball. I never want to play again. Then like, okay, let's do something else. Like if this does not serve me and it doesn't serve my purpose and what, and whatever endeavor in life that you're going through, like that's what I think is just so extraordinary is like, we have the choice to change that. And if you don't like the way that this person spoke to you, then don't be friends with them anymore. And you have the power to change that. And so that's, I guess, just like find your purpose and like use it to like live a really extraordinary life. Oh, beautifully <laughs> so. Well done. <laughs> I'm like, I've been so inspired by this book. Like uh, really just. I need to get my hands on that Embrace the suck. Yeah. Okay. God, yep. I love it. It's so good. Awesome. Well, hey, good yeah. luck getting back to that national championship game uh-huh 
I'll be watching now. Uh, you, you're gonna have to. <laughs> we'll have it on the TV. And I will see you when you play the Gophers. Yes. Okay, perfect. At a home game, At Bob home Vanny. Game. Yes. Awesome. I'll be there. Okay. Thank you guys so much for having me Thanks, on. Maddie. Thanks, Maddie. Thanks, Maddie.